And welcome everyone to a special edition of The Late Shift. My name is Rodney Fisher with the Real Fan Sports Network. I'm coming to you live right now from San Antonio, Texas, the AT&T Center, where it was game one for the Mavericks against the Spurs. That's right, the eight seed taking on the one seed. And the Mavs had a great chance to win this game. They were up by 10, but about seven minutes left. But the Spurs came right back and won the game 90-85. to 85. We're going to take you guys inside the locker room for player interviews and also with the coaches as well. Stay tuned right here on The Late Shift. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. Welcome back, everyone, to The Late Shift. This is a special NBA courtside edition for Game 1 of the Western Conference playoffs where the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Dallas Mavericks get a win tonight, 90-85. Let's go ahead and take a quick listen to the coaches. Let's start with Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs. First, whether it's scoring or not, but uh, it just gives us uh, a comfort level and a point from which to operate. Uh, and, you know, he plays D, rebounds, uh, scores here and there. And just does his job. Well, can you describe just what the Mavs uh, did throughout the game that just kind of seemed to keep y'all a little bit out of rhythm? They played well. I mean, it's the playoffs. You know, it's a it's a game of mistakes. Uh, you know, like Doc said today in his game or yesterday, whenever that, you know, every every possession is the final possession of the game in the playoffs. Uh, and it couldn't have been stated better. Uh, that's what it's all about. You know, down the stretch there, it looked like we might have the game in hand, and we turned it over and threw it away on the sideline. Then we did an offensive foul. Uh, you know, that's why the games are played. You don't really know what's going to happen, but uh, you want to be the team that makes fewer of those kind of mistakes, especially down the stretch. So, you know, we're, we're fortunate in that regard that, that they missed some shots. How quickly did you guys realize the severity of, of Tim's knee or being able to get back in the game? And he only missed about six minutes of game time, but did it feel longer than that? Uh, you know, I, I didn't have time to think about the severity of it. Uh, you just got to keep playing the game. And, you know, they told me he was ready. We got him back in. So I think he just bumped knees and it went, whatever, numb, cold, whatever, for a while. But he, did, he didn't injure it. Tiago Splitter did defending Dirk and getting on the boards? Well, you know, as we've said many times before, with, with Dirk, you do the best job you can. And that's what you have to live with. And I thought uh, Tiago couldn't have done a better job. Uh, he's going to work at it, you know, no matter what. Uh, Dirk's going to score. Uh, you can't stop that. But as long as we can make him work hard, you know, that's the goal because we know we can't stop him from scoring. Brent. Yesterday you indicated that uh, Harris could play a significant role in the series, but did you see him 
potentially scoring as many points as he did today? Uh, he's capable of that. You know, he, he might not do it night after night after night, uh, but he's capable of it, and he showed that this evening. Whether he's driving or pulling up or shooting threes, uh, he was fantastic, and, you know, he almost won the game for him, you know, in, in a sense, if you want to think about it. Uh, his contribution was huge. The, the scoring has been pretty balanced. Today you had to rely on the big three. Was, was there anything that that uh, led to that, that, that the three had to really step up more than they have throughout the season? It just happened. I mean, you never know who's going to score. I mean, you hope your best players have good nights. Uh, and uh, I don't think our bench contributed like they usually do. Maybe they were a little nervous. Maybe it just happened. Uh, but, you know, we save minutes all year long, so we can give those minutes come playoff time. That was Coach Pop of the San Antonio Spurs talking about the big win tonight here in game one. Let's go to the Mavericks side of things and hear from Rick Carlisle on what his team needs to do to get back in it and if he's really pleased with the effort they put forward today. But, uh, look, you know, we, had some, we had some good looks that didn't go down. Um, they, got the, they got the momentum back uh, going their way. And you know, at that point, you know, you've, got to, you've got to get stops. Um, to stem the tide, and we weren't able to do that enough times. And um, look, we had some uncharacteristic misses, you know, down the stretch. You know, we were at, right at the rim two or three times and just couldn't get it in. And so, we'll do better there. Um, but we just, uh, you know, we got to get we got to get geared up for game two and get ready to go back at it. Coach, you're not going to have many games when uh, Dirk and Monte are four or fourteen from the field. What exactly were they doing defensively in the end of those two games? Well, there there were some uncharacteristic, you know, misses. I thought Dirk had some some good looks, and there were some that were that were heavily contested. Um, hey, it's a long series, you know. The shot making is, you know, it, it's going to be up and down a little bit, even if you're one of the ten greatest scorers in the history of the game. Um, but again, I you know I got to do a better job of getting them great shots, not just good shots, um, and. You know, we, we just got to stay the course. We did some good things defensively, um, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to have to fight our butts off in game two and, and, and find a way to finish better. Rick, is there an answer to keep Duncan a little bit farther away from the basket? He's had a couple of big games against you guys, obviously. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we'll, we'll look at all that and the, and the matchups, and, you know, we got we to gotta make him uh, work for, for – for shots, you know, and, and keep them off the free throw line. I mean, um, it's a big part of the series, you know. It, it's just, you know, the free throw differential, it was real big against us during the regular season, um, and we got to do a better job. Um, so, look, he's a, he's a great player. He's one of the top ten greatest, along with Nowitzki, you know. So he's going he's gonna to score some points. Um, but we, we've got to, you know, evaluate our game plan, you know, um, Adjust it where we need to adjust it, uh, and we got to come back here Wednesday. You know, guns blazing again, because that's that's what's going to take the win in here. Your guys' run seemed to uh, coincide with Duncan going out with the knee, and then when he got back in there, he had a big influence on that run they went on. How much was was he just had such a big impact on what happened today? You know, I'd, I'd have to go back and look at the whole thing to see what his exact impact was. Um, but, look, he's a great player, so great players influence it. 
positively for their teams, usually. Uh, and so, you know, um, but look, we got to do better as a team. I, you know, we just can't blame it on the, the fact that Duncan came back in the game, even though he's great. I mean, we've got to we've got to move the ball a little better. We've got to knock in open shots. Um, and if we're missing, you know, we got to make sure we get back and get stops um, in those situations because, you know, closing games is is more about uh, getting stops than shot making. They're both important. But you know, if you build a lead, you know, you, you you've got to close it with defense. Everything to get great shots for your players. Did you think that several of those down the stretch were about as good as you could get against the defensive team in the playoffs? I'll have to look at it. You know, I off the top of my head, I you know, overall I liked our shots most for most of the night. And there there's some difficult ones mixed in for sure. Um, but they'll adjust their defense. We'll adjust ours. And you know, it, it always gets tougher as as the series goes along. Um, but look, this is, uh, you know, you're playing against you know, the best team record-wise. It's, it's not supposed to be easy. And, you know, building up a 10-point lead with, what, seven minutes to go or whatever, you know, that's, that's what it's going to take to beat these guys in here. we got to finish better next time. Hey, Rick, what's, uh, what were your thoughts overall on uh, Devin's performance? Yeah, Harris played, played terrific. Uh, I thought Calderon I thought had, had a great start to the second half. You know, maybe should have gone back with him some. Uh, down the stretch, you know, I'll look at that. Um, but look, we got—we just got to be, you know, playing at our full capacity against these guys, and everybody's got to be working their butts off and playing to their strengths. If we do that, we'll put ourselves in position to win games. Quickly doing to keep Tony Parker out of the lane in the second half and make him a jump shooter. Well, he—he he wasn't doing it out of the lane that much. <laughs> You know, he's, he's still in there a fair amount. Um, but, look, we want to keep him out of there. We want to keep Ginobili out of there. You know, I mean, we want to keep Duncan from catching it in there. Um, you know, those are all goals of our defense. And, and again, we'll, we'll look at the film of it and, and see what we can, what we can adjust and fix. And Welcome back, everyone. As you guys can hear, both coaches don't want to give away too much strategy. But also they talked a lot about Tim Duncan, Devin Harris, and what they need to do to try to get a good game plan in order. Again, we're here live at the AT&T Center here in San Antonio, Texas, for game one. The Spurs win 90-85. to I had a chance to go in the locker room and talk one-on-one with Danny Green. Green tonight had a good game, but was pretty quiet. Uh, didn't have any points. <laughs> but the threat of him shooting three ball kind of pulled everybody to his attention and left that middle wide open for the players to do something. Let's go to Danny Green and get his opinion real quick on what, how big this win is and uh, what, the, what the guys did to get back in it down by 10 in the fourth quarter. You guys were able to come back uh, from 10 down there in the fourth quarter. What did you guys do differently to get back in it? Um, not much different. Just grinded it out. Um, kept plugging away. Never gave up. Uh, tried to get some stops defensively and push the pace offensively and got some open looks. So, you know, finally we you know got some breakdowns in their defense and got a couple you know looks at the basket. You guys came out in the fourth quarter, uh, first quarter, and really got a big lead and kind of let them back get back in it. You think that was that you guys getting a little too relaxed there in the second or third quarter? Or? Um, I think that you know our pace kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, also turned the ball over a little bit, but at the same time they did a good job of not letting us get open looks on the three point line. Um, they switched up their defense. They made different changes on pick and roll defense. And we're switching. And, you know, we got kind of stagnant, so it slowed us down a little bit. Because, uh, were you not trying to force anything because they wasn't giving you any good looks? I mean, 
specialties? Um, as a shooter, you just shoot. You whenever you're open. Um, didn't get many looks tonight. Open looks, um, especially when I caught. But we had mismatches. Like I said, they switched everything. And Tony and Tim got the mismatches outside and inside. Um, I just spaced the floor. They weren't leaving me, and you know, that's part of my job. So I got to play defense. Do you think this was their best punch tonight? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, but um, we know that they're a good team. We know how dangerous they are, and I'm sure they're going to come back even better. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to do the same. We're trying to make some adjustments. And good thing, you know, we can make adjustments as we win games. So, you know, hopefully we can continue to do that, grind it out, and play better with each game. And we're back here on the late shift. I've got Royce Fisher with me, who had a chance to sit down and watch this game right here live and in person in San Antonio. And you got to see what I saw. The Mavs up by 10 in the fourth quarter. But here come the Spurs after Tim Duncan comes back in for being injured. What did you see out there? What happened to the Mavericks? Right now, I was first off, first of all, I was very impressed with the way the Mavs played them. Even though they started out the game the first quarter with only 12 points, they dominated the second quarter. But they gave themselves a chance, and that's all you have to do is give yourself a chance. Of course, now they ran into the same problem they always do is not closing our games. And we saw this in the regular season, now it's showing a lot in the postseason. We know, but there's got to be something said about the way that, you know, the Spurs came out, I think it was 21 points in the first quarter. The Mavs only scored 12 in that quarter. And then yet the Mavs come back and outscore them 32 to 22 in the second quarter and made a game out of it. You're right, absolutely right. And that's the thing that, like I say, impressed me the most is they did come back. They did take the lead. They gave themselves a chance to win. But... You know, the last fourth quarter, the last 10 minutes of the game, they just couldn't find a shot right in. And that's a big problem against a team like San Antonio. Let's talk about, real quick, a guy like Tim Duncan. I mean, as long as he's been in the league, he's still excited about playing. You had a chance to speak with him during the press conference and and talk to him a little bit. What did you think about his performance tonight? I thought Tim Duncan played a great game, 27 points from him tonight. And somebody asked him, you know, this like the – You've been doing this regularly. What does this feel like? And he said it feels like the first time. So he's still anxious. He's still hungry. Uh, I'm pretty sure they like to get the championship that they gave away last year. And uh, it looks like he's on a mission. Let's go real quick to that uh, interview or that talk you had with Tim Duncan. Let's go inside the locker room. Here is uh, Tim Duncan of San Antonio Spurs. I do all the domination pain. You do something down south. We've been in the past. No, well, uh, it's great to get this first one in the books. Um, it's always, uh, always tough to change gears from regular season to playoffs. Uh, when you're preparing for a team, when they're preparing for you, uh, specifically, um, uh, it's what they gave us. We took what, what they gave us. Um, they took us off the, the three-point line, uh, made our shooters, drivers, and um, they were helping and switching and rotating a lot. So uh, we continued to move the ball and uh, the guys around the rim with the guys uh, um, that were, were, were open. So I think that's just kind of our job to, to, to get some patience. Uh, as I said, very active in there. Uh, uh, just like uh, they respect our shooters, we respect them very much. Um, so I did a great job of uh, staying up until them, taking away their space, making them do something else. And, uh, uh, and again, the same thing inside there, work on the board. Uh, when you look at what Devin was able to do tonight, is that a byproduct of trying to contain everyone else, and how do you prevent or prevent that from going forward? Devin's a heck of a player. Um, uh, 
very good scorer and uh, kind of got away from us tonight. We're going to have to make some adjustments in that respect. Um, you know, prepare for him a little more. Um, but at the same time, uh, we got to keep our eye on Derek and, and, and Ellis and, and, and those other guys to not, not let them get loose. But um, he definitely had a good night on us tonight. Uh, I didn't know him beat him that many times in a row, honestly. Um, it's, uh, it doesn't factor in. It's a home and playoff series. All we need to do is win four games, and that's all that matters. We're not, uh, uh, we're not worried about what, what happened in the past. Uh, we need to win three more games, and, and however that comes is how it comes. And even then, what was going on out there, um, I uh, uh, kind of had my head down, so I'm trying to make sure everything felt good, and, and uh, I was ready to go when, when that time time came. Luckily, uh, it was around then was my kind of out time anyway, so it kind of worked out. All right, there was Tim Duncan and Royce. You got a chance to talk to him. We heard you ask, ask your question as well. Now you look at what the Mavericks have to do to get back in. You heard from both coaches. Popovich feels like they were pretty lucky to get out of here with a win. Interesting enough, they think Devin Harris is a big key to the game. Now, Harris had a good night tonight, 19 points, 8 of 16 from the field. What do the Mavs need to do to make adjustments to get ready for Wednesday night's game? We know Coach Carlisle mentioned earlier about the Big Three. We didn't see a whole lot from the Big Three. They really are the nucleus of this team. Of course, now when you have a guy like David Harris steps up and make good, you know, that that's great for the team. You need other guys to step up. But I thought the Mavericks hurt themselves in the paint. They gave up too many points, 56 points to 32. You know, it's not going to get the job done. They gave away too many easy lanes and easy baskets for Tony Parker. They'll have to stop that. They did run them off the three-point line. They didn't get beat on the three-point line, but they get, got beat inside. They have to do something about that. And if you also – I think you're right. So, then they got to definitely do something about that. But can they make that kind of adjustment? Because we know how good of a coach Pop is. And you see that Carlisle didn't want to give away live his strategy before Wednesday's game. But if the Mavs can't win this one, can they snag one on the road before they go back to Dallas? Well, I, I, after what I saw today, I absolutely think they can. Like I say, they, they could. They should have won this game. But uh, I noticed when Brandon Wright was in, they didn't go to the paint as much. Dallenberg has to do a better job protecting the rim, and he has to have help. We saw a lot of switching where guys were mismatched, and they were taking advantage of. They have to do something about that. And I'm pretty sure Carlisle will make adjustments coming to the game, too. You guys are listening to us live right here inside the AT&T Center in San Antonio, a courtside seat with myself and Royce Fisher of the Real Fan Sports Network. We had a great time, and we'll be back on Wednesday. Absolutely. And when we come back on Wednesday, I think we're in store for another good game. Absolutely. This is going to be a great playoff series. I thought the Spurs would just dominate from the get-go, but the Mavs, they're going to make a series out of it. I'm looking forward to game two. We'll see you guys for game two right here on the Real Fan Sports Network. For Rodney Fisher and Royce Fisher here on the Late Shift, see you next week.